Saturday night and we are live. I hope everybody's doing good. Be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Welcome onto the platform tonight, the Christian Television Network. Let me just start off tonight. I want to talk about a very, several, several issues, but all having to do with the cabal, which is to leverage you into a one-world commerce system with a singular access point controlled by a tyrant. Of course, this is illustrated in Revelation chapter 13 and Revelation chapter 14, that he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead, and that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark of the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast for it is the number of a man his number is 666 that's revelation 6 revelation 13 16 through 18 and the reason why i bring that up is because everybody within the sound of my voice and especially those that are born again christians should be seeing the writing on the wall should be seeing the book of revelation unfolding right before your very eyes which should call you to second thessalonians chapter 2 restraining not complying now here's one essence of that Here's one tactic of it to leverage you into that one world commerce system. It, it, law enforcement is a major component of this. And of course, I could spend the entire show talking about the corruption of our current court system right now where they're just dragging Republicans into blue districts. And how in the world would you ever get a fair trial in an entirely blue district with a blue uh, prosecutor, blue, blue district attorney, blue state attorney, blue grand jury, blue uh, regular jury, blue appellate court, and blue, and blue supreme court. How, and then a blue defense attorney, that's the one defending you. If you have to go to a public defender, how in the world would you ever get a fair trial? You would not. It wouldn't matter what, if there's any evidence at all against you. It wouldn't matter because they want you to be guilty because of your political affiliation. So I highlight this because Joe Biden in his speech today at Howard University says the most dangerous terrorist threat to our homeland is not Russia, not Muslim extremism, not not Ukraine, not China, not any of that. The greatest threat, the most dangerous terrorist threat to our homeland to our homeland is white supremacy. Let's watch the video. Play for me. Stand up against the poison of white supremacy as I did my inaugural address to a single out as the most dangerous terrorist threat to our homeland is white supremacy. And I'm not saying this because I'm at a black HBCU. I say it wherever I go. I'm not saying this because I'm at a black, historically black college or university, HBCU. But I mean, again, let's just go over this very quickly. How, where is this great white supremacist terrorist threat? I mean, please show me any videos of white supremacist terrorism. It has nothing to do with racism. It has to do with fact or not fact. Is the person a girl? Is the person a boy? Fact or not fact? Which one is the truth? So is there any white supremacist terrorism going on anywhere in the United States? I have not seen one white supremacist terrorist action take place under Biden's administration. Not one. They'll say one six is. How's it white supremacist terrorism when nobody's armed? There's not one white supremacist terrorist uh, activity. You know, not one video, not one, not one piece of evidence, not one picture, nothing. But yet he says it's the number one 
terrorist threat to America is white supremacist terrorism. If it was, I'd be speaking out against it. If the Ku Klux Klan was marching through the streets, I'd be speaking out against it, just like I speak against the racism of the Black Lives Matter organization. They're both racist. There is no racism and reverse racism. It's simply racist. So here's an interesting little coincidence. Of course, it's all just coincidences, right? Big Fish video. This is Joe Biden's white supremacy show. The media, not shockingly, is uninterested in who these people actually are. Look who suddenly decided, right after Joe Biden gives the speech, look who suddenly decides to show up in Washington, D.C. Play it for me. So there you go. And I just I let it go a little longer than I normally would because I wanted to see how small that organization is, which, of course, we all know is some sort of Fed operation. I mean, who in the world shows up masked with pro family banners with carrying flags that are upside down? Who, Who does that? And, we, and, and by the way, why doesn't anybody actually trace these people? You ever, you ever, if this is a legit white supremacist terrorist organization, why is nobody following them home? I mean, it's a very, there was maybe 150 guys there, if that, if that. And, and there's about, about as many cops there as there were this white supremacist terrorist organization. Uh, I don't even know what their names are. I'm not going to, I'm not, even if I did, I wouldn't say it. Because they're not going to publicize it because it's the feds. And this is how the Fed, this is how the federal government gets away with everything, just so you know. Is they don't do it themselves. They did exactly what they did with Twitter. They go and they they use an a NGO, non-government organization, to actually institute violations of the Constitution. That's what they do. Anthony Fauci says, you know what? I never did fund gain-of-function research. Well, the reason why he says that is because he gave the money to Peter Daszak, who funded gain-of-function research. Alvin Bragg says that he didn't receive any money from George Soros because George Soros gave it to ActBlue, who then gave it to Alvin Bragg. That's how they do it. That's how they obfuscate everything all the time. There's, now, who these people are? Are they actual federal officers? Or are they people just like, just like the Gretchen Whitmer kidnapping case where they just entice people into this? Or, they, or they're pay, it's a non-government uh, entity that's receiving federal funds. But nobody, I mean, think about how easy it would be to follow these guys. And by the way, did you notice how there's no protesters? I mean, you think if this was an actual white supremacist terrorist organization, that Black Lives Matter and Antifa would be out there, right? But this, this organization just shows up in, in, front, of, in front of different, uh, like CPAC. They'll show up in front of CPAC and say, hey, we're all for CPAC. But nobody ever actually confronts these people. Nobody ever actually counter protests these people because even the leftists know that it's a federal operation. The leftists know they are their comrades. Antifa knows that that organization is them. Black Lives Matter knows that that organization is them, which is funny on so many liberal level, uh, levels because liberals used to be anti-FBI, anti-government, 
any uh, anti any national police force. But now nobody even no they're all buddies with them. They all love the FBI suddenly. All the leftists just love the FBI and love the CIA. And they and, and none of them even show up to counter protest this le- this alleged white supremacist terrorist organization that I haven't seen for months and then lo and behold shows up a couple hours after Joe Biden gives a speech saying that the number one threat to America is white supremacist terrorism, which again, there is no videos, there is no pictures, there is no evidence that that is in fact the case. And last thing, why doesn't somebody just follow these guys home? I mean, they're right there, they're getting into cars. Right after that, they got into into vans and drove off. Why didn't didn't the FBI follow them? If that's the number one threat to America, is this white supremacist terrorist? The reason why is because they're all they're all driving back to the FBI building. There's no use the FBI following themselves back to the FBI building. And I can spend all night and I'm not going to do that. I just want to show you again, and I know that I say this every podcast, but there's many different tactics to the one world leftist globalist bourgeois elitist agenda to leverage you into a one world commerce system with a single access point. There's many tactics to that agenda. Another tactic is, that one right there is to weaponize law enforcement against you. That is a tactic. So they can just say anything is white supremacist terrorism. If you come out and say, I hate Joe Biden, they'll say that that's a threat to the federal government. White supremacist terrorism. Like, I would never be arrested for that. Well, what was was Bannon arrested for? What what was Navarro arrested for? What was Stone arrested for? What was Michael Flynn arrested for? What, What was Alex Jones found guilty of defamation for against dead people? Why was James O'Keefe and Rudy Giuliani's uh, uh, business headquarters and apartments raided? Why, why did that happen? Were they, was there evidence against them? There's absolutely none. But if it's a blue jurisdiction with a blue state attorney, with a blue district attorney, with a blue jury, blue grand jury, blue appellate court judge, blue grand, uh, Supreme Court judge, blue regular judge, how are you ever going to get a, free, a fair trial? You're not. And then what they're going to do is try to haul you up. Now, you might be like me and be a nobody, that they don't care about right now, but eventually, once they get done with all the bigwigs, they have to come down to the people who aren't that well-known. That's what all this CBDC is about. This is what uh, EVs are about. It's what social, uh, social credit systems are about. So they can track you and easily find you and leverage you into that one world commerce system where that's, they have a single access point and they control that access. You, you will vote the right way, say the right things, do the right things, take their 500 vaccinations. I believe it's up to 70 vaccinations the kids get now. It used to be three. You don't, you don't walk through their singular access point the way that they want you to walk through it. You have no access to product. It's not right-wing conspiracy theory unless you believe, and you need to say it out loud if you're a Christian, unless you believe that the book of Revelation is, is right-wing conspiracy theory. Which appears since most Christians don masks, pimped and hoard vaccines from their pulpits, locked down their churches, stood six feet apart, quarantined their healthy family, and put up alcohol gel stations for a virus that's airborne, not contact. It's not, it's not transmitted by contact. It's, it's transmitted by the air. Yet everybody's washing their hands and washing their counters 500 times a day. You have churches coming out during COVID spraying off their chairs. It's not even contact transmitted. But that's the point of all of it. 
You have to be the restraining when you see these things come out. You cannot comply and restrain at the same time. Here's another one. Here's another tactic, which is transgenderism. Get you to comply. Get you to say things that are nonsensical. That's when you know somebody's brainwashed. It's when they'll say blue is green and green is blue. That's when you know they're brainwashed. Get them to say that a girl is a boy and a boy is a girl. And a boy is a girl. Lives a TikTok video. Recent episode from the kids show Transformers Earthspark. That's the name of the show. Transformers Earthspark. They're after your kids. Play it for me. My pronouns are they, them. Thanks. I'm Sam. I'm she, they, but you already know that. <laughs> wow. What an amazing city. I'm sorry for how I reacted. It's just sometimes the world can be a scary place. It's hard to know who is dangerous or not. Hmm, that's true, though disappointing. Hey, it's okay. I know I'm safe when I'm with my friends or other non-binary people. Non-binary? People who aren't female or male. Oh, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have assumed. I always knew my pronouns felt right, but... What a wonderful word for a wonderful experience. Bet you can't wait for your kids to watch that on uh, Nickelodeon or wherever that showed, right? So there you go. Is it Disney? So that's actually shown in Disney. I guess Disney owns Transformers now, so we we know that Transformers is precipitously going to go downhill from where it is already. So again, that's just, uh, there's, there's a couple different aspects to the transgender narrative. Again, it's one of the tactics to leverage you into a one-world commerce system with a single access point. You will not be able to get through that access point unless you cave to transgenderism and call a man a woman or a woman a man. The other aspect of it is is to usher in hate speech, leg- hate speech legislation, hate speech laws, so that if you misgender someone, they can haul you off to jail. And the only, and of course, that will be all be conservatives, and that will be under a weaponized DOJ. You can see all all of these things interact together because it's a single agenda with many tactics, and the tactics interact and are intertwined together. They're all it's all in this together. Vaccines and transgenderism, gun grabbing, climate change, it's all the same awful. A box, a gift, a box full of manure wrapped in different gift, gift wrapping paper. That it's all the same exact agenda, same exact narrative, just using different tactics to control you. Control you using climate change by getting you to go on an electric grid so they can turn your power off whenever they want. Now you are controlled because you can't get fuel anywhere else. They leverage you into a CBDC system, which comes into America on July 11th. And then if, they, if you don't say the right thing, do the right thing, buy the wrong thing, go to the wrong political rally, buy a gun, whatever it may be, they can just shut your, they can just shut your money off. Of course, it's gonna start off with, it's voluntary. It always starts, it's like vaccines and maskings. Masking started off as voluntary and quickly were no longer voluntary. Let's move on to the next thing. Here's another one. This is flooding, flooding borders of first world countries with third world migrants 
is part of leveraging you into a one world commerce system. And just a quick explanation for those that you don't watch this podcast very often. It, this is just as insidious as CBDCs, central bank digital currencies, or social credit systems, new world orders, uh, vaccine passports, whatever. This is just as insidious because they're flooding these first world countries with third world migrants because they have no heritage con- connection to the countries that they are illegally migrating to. Therefore, they are more easily globally governed out of Davos. That's the point of it all. You flood America with a bunch of Guatemalans, Mexicans, Venezuelans, Costa Ricans, many, uh, also many Russians, many Chinese, all basically fighting age men. And when you tell them to lock down, they don't, they don't refer to the Constitution. They don't refer to the Bill of Rights. They're easily globally governed because they are not affiliated with those documents. They are not, they are not, they have no heritage connection to what America actually means. They just look at America as, hey, it's capitalism. I get to have a job. I may be able to prosper more than where I was at. But they have no connection to the Constitution, so they won't, they won't, they won't resist. When, when they're told by, by the World Health Organization, which is run by the UN, which is run by Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and the CCP, they'll be easily globally governed because they don't even know what their rights are. They'll perish for lack of knowledge. It really is that way. So here's more from the border. Border's wide open. It's funny because I had watched CNN the other night because it was the Trump town hall. And now my stupid TV keeps defaulting to CNN. I keep coming home and I turn on and there's Jim Acosta. I throw up in my mouth and I haven't even eaten yet. So CNN is putting out the Goebbels propaganda because you remember now, you can never have a tyrant. You can never have a totalitarian system. Yes, you got to have a Hitler. You've got to have a Stalin. You've got to have a Biden. You've got to have a Trudeau. You got to have a Xi Jinping. You got to have a Voldemar Zelensky or Vladimir Putin. Yes, you have to have those people. But in order for a totalitarian system to succeed, you got to have a Goebbels. You got to have a Pravda propaganda media. Got to have it or you're going to fail. And then, of course, you've got to have a Mengele who's willing to do experimentation on human beings. You got to have that in order to have a tyrannical system, a totalitarian government, an authoritarian government. So back back to the border here. So CNN, that's what I was going to tell you. CNN is, is running the company line. They're running the totalitarian globalist leftist narrative, which is, you know what? There's absolutely no problem at the border. All those, all those Republicans said when Title 42 went down that there was going to be a run on the border. Hundreds of thousands of people. That's not actually happening. It's just like, it's just like the uh, animal house. Do not worry. All is well. All is well. No, everything's not well. The border is a disaster, and people don't care because it hasn't touched them yet. If it costs you your job, you'll care. If your family is a victim of violent crime or gets killed in the DUI accident by an illegal immigrant who doesn't have a driver's license, then you'll care. So here's what's happening at the border. We're going to break it down. There's a lot of information about this. Curtis Houck video via Bill Malugin, fact-checking, Corrine Jean-Pierre, Corrine Jean-Pierre. We heard Corrine Jean-Pierre say during the White House press briefing that mass releases, this is, what, this is the latest thing, is mass releases. 
Yes, there's mass border crossings, but I want to define for you tonight what a mass release is. Mass re- Green Jean-Pierre says that they are not happening at the southern border. But here's the truth. Play for me. We heard Corrine Jean-Pierre also say during that White House press briefing that mass releases are not happening here at the southern border. I can tell you that is categorically false. That is not the reality of what's happening on the ground here. We'll show you the reality. Take a look at this video we just shot right here in Brownsville two hours ago, showing large groups of migrants who had just been mass released walking around the downtown area near a bus terminal. You'll see some of them walking around with their folders, with their DHS paperwork. There's an NGO nearby who helps them with their travel documents. These are predominantly Venezuelans who have been mass released, and it's not new. We've been showing mass releases for over a year now. We caught up with one Venezuelan man who was released this morning. Here's what he had to say. Title 42 ended yesterday. In my message, it doesn't matter. You can make it to the U.S. And last last night, we were out on the river's edge with the Border Patrol Union and four GOP senators who got a tour of the area as Title 42 dropped at midnight. There were no mass illegal crossings at that time, but back out here live, Martha, you named those numbers off the top. Border Patrol reporting this week alone already more than 80 thousand illegal crossings between the apprehensions and the gotaways record-setting numbers but cnn says there's absolutely no problem well you can just do the next video you guys can do it side by side that's basically the same video i want to show you this because we're going into it with, you know again with the biden administration there's just so many new terms that you just have to you know we got control release when they lit east palestine ohio on fire when they let vinyl chloride just leak out of train uh train compartments up into the air and just lit it on fire so we got that and that's a control release now what they're saying is that they are not granting mass releases at the border what a mass release is is releasing these people with absolutely no way to track them is that happening yes what's happening is is they are releasing these people with no court dates or their court date they either have no court date or their court date spans from four years from now to 10 years from now. So they get a court date at best four years from now because all of these border facilities are operating at 150% capacity. So these people get a court date from four years so they can show up in 2027 or uh, 2033, anywhere in, anywhere in that range. They're actually, and this is all proven, I'll show you in a second. Let's go to the next one, Will. OG Red video. I said to show you this. This is also at the border in CNN, MSNBC, ABC, uh, ABC, NBC, uh, CBS are all saying there's no problem whatsoever. Now, what I want you to do is I want you to count how many women that you see. This is at the border. Play it for me. leave that on leave that on yeah i'm sorry producer bring it back to me i had to, i just wanted you to see just side by side aaron because i want to leave it on anyway so there we go i just said i wanted everybody to see this now let's do this together shall we you know they say that these are all asylum seekers now in order for you and this may sound callous to you i don't care the law is the law now again i want you to count how many women do you see here where i now i've counted one woman and one child so far 
Where, where are all the women? Remember, remember AOC at the border crying over kids in cages? Where exactly are all the... This is at the border right here. Look at that. No problem whatsoever. Nobody's crossing. This is what is actually happening to your country. And it may, you may not care right now, but please understand something. That my numbers... You can bring it back to me. That my numbers are now being verified. My numbers are actually being verified now. Because as I've said... Joe Biden, by the end of this year, will have allowed 7 million people into this country. That's with his normal 150 to 250,000 people per month that he allows through the southern border. That's not even counting this mass influx, so it could be more than that. But you have to break down those numbers further than that. Because those numbers are people that are apprehended and people that are gotaways. So those are all, those are all seen people. They, will, they were actually seen by what we call in law enforcement, I have a visual. They have a vi- the, the CBP had a visual on all those people. They were, ap- they were either apprehended or they saw them run away. Now, according to CBP statistics, which I know that I say every podcast, but I want everybody to understand the numbers. According to CBP st- statistics, that's Customs and Border Patrol, whatever that apprehension plus gotaway number is, all those that the CBP has gotten visuals on, the actual number is one to five times that many actually cross the border. So if by the end of 2023, Joe Robinette Biden has allowed 7 million people into the country, do the math. It's a minimum of 14 million. And upwards, well, seven times five, that's five times, that'd be 35 million. That's five, but 10 times is 70 million. So, I mean, it's, oh, it's one to five times, right? So Aaron's got it right. So it's up to, thir- so it's 14 to 35 million. And I and remember now, and New York City is 9 million. So this year, for all intents and purposes, because that, that's 7 million that, that will be at the end of this year, under the first three years of the Biden administration, the 7 million people that were allowed into the country, again, are the ones that were seen. So at minimum, it's 14 million. So almost two New York cities have been allowed in this country by the end of 2023. And you're like, well, this hasn't affected me. It will. Everybody always does this. I don't care until it affects me. I'm going to, you know what? doesn't bother me to put on a mask. Well, how do you feel now when CBDCs are here? Because masking led to vaccinations, which led to forced vaccinations, which led to vaccine passports, which put in the infrastructure for CBDC and social credit systems. Eventually, your caving will cause you to care. You know, people, people never understand the idealism of a slippery slope. If you've ever slipped and fallen, it usually starts with a minor slip. And then you look like you're having a seizure as you fall and you try to catch yourself. If you ever slipped on the ice, that's how it is. You, you cave the very first step. I remember, and I, I brought this up over the last three years of 15 days to flatten the curve. I brought this up a million times where I had people that I knew, Christians that I knew. I don't understand why people are so offended by wearing a mask. A, because a mask does nothing. B, because wearing it Wearing it means that you are supporting a lie. Number three, you yourself are lying. And number, and number four, in the state of Florida, masking's illegal. And number five, it's just stupid. It does absolutely nothing. But you, you start off with that, I'm just going to do some compliance to go along, to get along. No, you cannot. 
You can't comply and restrain the Antichrist at the same time. I'm going to stick with the border because I'll, st- I'll end up staying on masking COVID for the rest of the show. All right, Bill Malugin video. You, everyone just, you just do it side by side. It's, it's muted anyway. So there you go. I just wanted to show you this. Stunning footage from our drone team shows an enormous amount of clothing and trash dumped by migrants. These are all just innocent people. Has anybody ever noticed that none of them are starving to death? And just so everybody knows, these migrants have happily been living in what's, what by, by, by global law, I'm trying to think of the world law, international law, that's the word I'm looking for. International law of migration is you have to stay, if you are seeking asylum, you have to stay in your first safe country whichever one that you got to first and allowed you in that's where you have to say and the many of these people you see they're like right right now probably the largest population crossing the southern border is venezuelans they have been living in other safe countries for years none of them are underweight all of them have cell phones and by the way if they don't have a cell phone they're being given one by joe biden's ngo so they can be easily tracked easily registered to vote Easily mandated to take vaccinations, easily used for slave labor, easily trafficked into sex, into child sex slavery. All of which is supported by the globalist left. We played this the other night. You can bring it back to me. We played. I, I should have brought it. I could have read it again. The UN is outwardly supporting pedophilia now. Please pull it up. It's their, it's their latest documentation that they that they've released. Their latest agenda, I read it word for word, verbatim. They are encouraging kids as young as five to seek sexual relationships. That is an absolute fact. These are the same people that are propagating this world migration. So that first world countries that are being overrun right now, whether it's us from South America or Central America, or whether it's whether it's Great Britain being overrun by Islamic migrants, it doesn't, whether it's, whether it's Germany that's being overrun by Islamic migrants. If you should look at the, the statistics right now in Sweden for rapes through the roof, it's like I told you, they have no heritage connection to the culture. The Islamic culture and the Swedish culture do not mesh well. The Islamic culture goes in and looks at every Swedish woman and says, you know what? You are violating Sharia law, so it's, I'm, it's okay if I beat you or rape you. It doesn't work. You may not care now, but I'm telling you at the end of this year, 14 million more people that will have come into this country, and you will care then. You can just side by side the next one too. I just want everybody to show everybody, these, this is, these are all free releases. These are people being released into the United States with no ability to track them whatsoever. They're being, see the packets in their hands? See the packet, those are all, see them? They all got a packet in their hand. That has a court date on it from anywhere from four years from today to 10 years from today. And many of them are receiving packets with no court date. And that's what, that's what Alejandro Mayorkas, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris, our borders are. Where is she, by the way? She's the borders are? Nowhere to be found. This is what they call a closed border. All right, mischief, mischief video. This is shocking. Immigrant given court date on, I just want to prove it to you, for April 12th, 2027. Play it for me. Gracias. So here's your court date, guys. April the 12th, 2027. April. Video tres años para presentarse aquí. 
There's the proof. Now, see, I have proof. Joe Biden says that the greatest threat to America is white supremacist terrorism. He has absolutely no proof. We right here, thank you to my producer, Aaron. Here we go. There's the proof. Look at the court date. Four years from now. She doesn't have to worry about a thing for four years. You think she's going to show up in court four years from now? I don't think so. There you go. There's the truth. Let's go to the next one here. Gal, uh, Chip Roy video. Chip Roy breaks down the numbers at the southern border. Play it for me, Will. We're here today because of the abject failure of the administration to do its fundamental duty to protect the United States. We have a wide open border empowering cartels, empowering China to the detriment of the American citizens and to the migrants that seek to come here, supposedly in the name of compassion. But that is in the false name of compassion. Dead migrants lying along the Rio Grande and in ranches in South Texas. The extent to which migrants suffer in the Texas heat, 53 dying in a tractor trailer last summer in San Antonio. Thousands being sold into the sex trafficking trade, being used as crass political pawns by a party devoid of anything substantive to take this country forward. But Republicans are standing up strongly to make sure that this country will stand for the rule of law that sets our country apart around the globe and attracts so many to want to come here. Border Patrol right now apprehended over 10,000 migrants on both Monday and 11,000 Tuesday, the highest single-day totals ever recorded. 26,000 gotaways, 660,000 migrants waiting in Mexico. The President of Guatemala confirming 80,000 Venezuelan migrants are traveling to the U.S. ahead of Title 42's expiration. 15,000 Venezuelan migrants crossed into Brownsville. Border Patrol Chief Raul Ortiz said he estimates 60,000 to 65,000 migrants are in northern Mexico. I got a text from a local law enforcement yesterday saying, quote, we are almost at Broken Arrow. Every sector is near 150% capacity. DHS is calling for border agents from other north and coast sectors to help the southern border. Let me ask you something. What rate of illegal immigration did we have in 2020? But you have Do you know anything? I asked you a question. How long have you been in office? Do you know anything? How long have you been in office? I've been in office 11 years yes, now. and this has been okay. kicked the calendar in multiple administrations. Except your, okay, Trump you don't get to argue with me. You asked your question. You, you asked your question. You don't get, you want to hold a press conference, you can do it over there. You have How are you? Cameras? You want to hold a press conference, you can do it over there. How are you? Senator Senator right, so, so hold on, I'm going to answer his question. The talking point of the Democrats, which this media reporter happily parrots, is, gosh, the problem can't be fixed. There's one little problem with that. It is an utter and complete lie. In 2020, the last year of the Trump presidency, we had the lowest rate of illegal immigration in 45 years. You ask, what have I done? I've championed the men and women of Border Patrol. I've championed securing the border. I've championed Remain in Mexico. And we turned this problem around and solved it. And we went from Joe Biden inherited the lowest rate of illegal immigration in 45 years. And the first day in office, he made political decisions to cause this problem. And you should be ashamed of yourself because you're a reporter and you're not reporting facts. You're telling lies. Of course, because if you're going to have a leftist, totalitarian, authoritarian system, you have to have a Goebbels. That guy in the, in the press gaggle sitting there talking about, you, how, how long have you been in office? 11 years. What does that have to do with anything? He's a senator. You have the president of the United States who is completely and totally open the southern border. 150,000 people per, on average per month are crossing our southern border, entering into the United States. Did you hear the numbers from, from Chip Roy? 53 dead in the tractor trailer incident. Thousands have been sold into sex slavery. 10,000 10, apprehensions at the border on Monday. 
11,000 on Tuesday, highest single day totals ever. The Biden administration always breaks all of its records. Second sets a record on Monday for illegal apprehensions, and then on Tuesday breaks the record with 11,000 illegal apprehensions. During that same Monday, Tuesday, the, the, on Monday, Tuesday, had 21,000 apprehensions and 26,000 gotaways. Those two days, 660,000 people are waiting in Mexico right now, perched and ready to cross the border. 80,000 Venezuelans coming from Guatemala, 15,000 Venezuelans crossed into Brownsville, Texas, every sector at 150% capacity. Now, here's my favorite video is I'm assuming, well, this is, here's a gift to Kamala Harris at her home in Washington, D.C. More illegal aliens dropped off at her house. Play it for me. So there you go. They're dropped off at, at Kamala Harris South. That's exactly what needs to happen. They need to be dropped off at the White House. They need to be dropped off at, at the Naval Observatory. That's Kamala Harris's house. They need to be dropped off everywhere around NYC. Wait do you see some of this. Now, I know I'm spending a lot of time on the border, but it's actually the biggest story. Fox News tweet, what's Biden doing? So we have a, we have a rush. We have an invasion of our southern border, which again, basically... Somewhere in the neighborhood of 20,000 people a day are crossing the southern border. And again, it's actually one to five times that many are actually because those are the apprehensions and the scene gotaways. It's one to five times that many. So Joe Biden reacts as a leader should. Biden heads to the beach as DHS forces employees to work weekend at the border. So Joe Biden, who has already spent, it was 40% a year ago, spent 40% of his presidency on vacation that was a year ago so he's accumulated a whole lot more days now so i'll just round it up he spent about half of his time now on vacation he just got back from ireland flying around with hunter biden i wonder what deals they were securing over there for business startups let's go to the next one uh carly brown video now this is a great video because these are all people who voted for joe biden and what is happening Illegal migrants are showing up on their door. I thought they wanted it. I mean, they, they voted in an open borders president. Oh, they, I'm sure they're ones that have quoted the, the famous evangelical, the weak sauce, watered down evangelical statement of build a bigger table, not a bigger wall. I'm sure they espoused all that. But now that it's landing on their doorstep, they know like you so much. Play it for me. <laughs> Inside South Shore International College Prep. Excuse me, the question was Hundreds of residents gather to hear from city leaders on a plan to move migrants to the old South Shore High School. I think what's important is that we really establish that this is a humanitarian crisis. And we're here. You're not supposed to interrupt. You're not supposed to interrupt. Members of Mayor Lightfoot's administration were supposed to give a presentation, but were interrupted by angry outbursts. And decided to move directly to residents' questions. One being how many asylum seekers would be housed here. We were looking at a potential phased approach, utilizing the first floor first only. What that means 
you can fit up to, we'd start with 250, 500. I'm ticked off. You're doing this wrong. You're doing it wrong. 250 people? Give me a break. We have several home-based daycares. Who are they? Who are we going to be dealing with? I'm directly across the street. I have to fear for the children that I care for. I think it would be very fair for every homeless immigrant that you bring in that you scoop up one of the homeless individuals in our community. I think that would be fair. And that you also provide that bed, that shower, that meal. What happened though? You voted for Joe Biden. This is what you get. It's like I said, I've said this a bunch of times. Just because you score a political victory, yay, my guy won. It's not going to save you from the repercussions of that guy. You're still going to get to enjoy the fruit of his labor. Congratulations. Enjoy the 500 people that are moving. Here's another story out of NYC. There was a bridal party in NYC where they had reserved 30 hotel rooms. All their reservations were canceled the day before the wedding for illegal migrants. Congratulations. That's your president. That's what you get. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. He's the Lord of the harvest. Whatever a man sows, that shall he also reap. Galatians 6, 7. All right, Redneck uh, Azen video. Biden nominee. Listen to the verbiage here. Biden nominee says she supports spending $150 million of U.S. taxpayer dollars to build a border wall for Jordan because walls are important in securing nations. Play it for me. Chairman, I'd like to stay on the topic of Jordan if I could, Ms. Lumpert. Um, is border security important? Senator, uh, thank you for the question. Uh, more security for Jordan or? Border security. Oh, I'm sorry, thank you. Yes, Senator, border security is very important. Do you support physical security measures like border walls? In Jordan, Senator? Let's stay on Jordan. Uh, I think I would uh, have to defer to the Jordanians whether they think that uh, such uh, measures Well, we're spending American taxpayer dollars for border security in Jordan. Are you familiar with the president's budget request? I am, sir, in terms of uh, moving forward border security in Jordan, yes. $110 million is requested in the fiscal year 2024 budget to include border security for Jordan. And you, you request that, you support that request. I just wanna make this clear. I do support that request. Okay. Um, hasn't the United States government built a giant wall along Jordan's border? With, on the border With between Jordan and- the United States taxpayer dollars, has the US government built a wall along Jordan's border? The U.S. government has worked with Jordan to enhance uh, its border security in a variety of ways, Senator. Let's be clear. U.S. taxpayer dollars have been deployed in this regard. Is that correct? That is correct. And as... You see, you always know somebody's lying when they refuse to answer a question. They don't even... I mean, you know they're trying to obfuscate from the truth. She's asked point blank. Did the United States build a wall between Jordan and the nation next to Jordan? And she, she says... Are you asking if the United States built a wall between Jordan and the nation next to Jordan? He just said it. Answer the question. They always try to buy time. They oftentimes they say, 
They, they always use this. Well, thank, first of all, thank you for that question. Listen, if you really believe in what you're doing, if you honestly believe that walls don't work, and it's not just a political ploy in the United States to usher in your globalist agenda, and you honestly believe that walls don't work, then you would be like, you know what? Yes, we did build that wall, and we never should have done it. And as a matter of fact, we're going to take this $150, $150 million, we're going to tear down the wall that we just built for $150 million. If they really, if they really believe that walls don't work, why are they building them everywhere? Why is Joe Biden spending $500,000 of taxpayer money to build a personal wall around his personal mansion in Wilmington, Delaware? By the way, when he leaves office, that wall will still be there paid for by you and I. Why does he get a wall? Why does Taylor Swift get a wall? But we're not allowed to have all. Why are they allowed to have armed security? Why are they allowed to have AR-15s? Why are they allowed? Why are why why is it that they are allowed to be made safe and we are not? These people are. I mean, do you see that woman? She would just stall out whenever asked a, whenever she's asked a point blank question. Was 150 million dollars used? Is this 150 million dollars going to be used to build a wall? And her answer is, well, we've we've used that money for various. Uh, Various enhancements to the Jordan uh, security system. No, that $150 million is exclusively going to the wall. Is this $150 million going to a wall? The answer is yes. But she refuses to. Listen, if you can't speak the truth about your, your political narrative, how great is your political narrative? If you have to lie for your political narrative, I don't have to lie about mine at all. Tom, are you pro, pro-life or pro-choice? Pro-life. Is, is abortion murder? Yes. Should a woman who's raped be able to get abortion? No. I don't hide anything. Nothing. Nothing. I stand, let your yes be yes and your no be no. Watch that video. Watch it again when you're able. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. Jesus speaking in Matthew 5:37. For whatever is more than these is from the evil one. When you're stalling and uh, 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 and obfuscating and deflecting, that's not a yes and that's not a no. Therefore, it's from the devil, the father of lies, because that's what that woman is doing. The entire buy-in time, deflecting and lying. All right, Britain first. You, it's not just the United States. You can just side-by-side side this one too, guys. This is this uh, Britain first video. The scale of what's happening in France. Oh, see, Tom's just, just full of it. He's a right-wing lunatic, right-wing conspiracy theorist. Is this whole leverage, uh, you know, leverage you into a one-world commerce system with a single access point? That's just all right-wing conspiracy theory. No, it's happening everywhere. You saw, this is this is the migration into France. It's not just us; it's them too. I told you, this is all planned. We can go, we can go deep into this by by the proliferation of wars that were put on by the bourgeois leftist leaders. Who's putting on the wars right now? Right-wingers? What, what, what right-winger? I know that the, the spineless worm rhino Republicans, they're not right-wingers. They're left-wingers. They're L's with R's in front of their names. They're just they're Democratic Party operatives. This is all on purpose to flood France, flood the United States, flood the Netherlands, Flood as many first world countries as you possibly can with third world immigrants who have no heritage connection to the very country they're illegally migrating to so they're easily globally governed. 
What's the point of it all? And we're, look at what's happening. We're not the only ones, but we're worse than France. We're actually worse than they are. And if you go and you look at any video footage of Paris right now, it's a third world war zone for many reasons, one of which is just mass protesting going on there against Emmanuel Macron and his, his globalist, leftist, bourgeois elitism. So this is all part of the same agenda. Let's go to the next one, Galloping Gay video. Now we're moving off the border. Now this is, I wanted to, this is a very cogent, coherent synopsis of the green agenda and how it doesn't work. Play it for me. Just so we're clear on the scale of the issue, each electric vehicle battery for a heavy duty truck weighs 8,000 pounds and you need at least two of them. So we're talking the weight of, you know, four or five cars. And our, my friends and peers in the industry nationwide who have tried to make efforts to put in say, hey, I'm gonna convert a dozen forklifts to electric or I wanna tee up a facility for 30 electric trucks. There's no power, the utilities come back, the cities come back and say, is this some kind of joke? One friend tried to put in, in Illinois a, uh, a facility, tee it up for 30 trucks electrification. The city came back and said, this is some kind of joke. You're asking for more draw than the entire city requires. And just to give you an idea, 30, 50 trucks, that's like a five, six megawatt application. The factory that makes the trucks is a two megawatt factory. So this, did you hear the numbers? Now, this is what they're, the whole green, whether it's Green New Deal, environmental fascism, however you wanna, however you wanna frame it, it's all a lie. There's no way to put it into place. There's no way that we could put this into place in 60 years let alone by 2030. You know, Joe Biden, remember at the State of the Union, said that we're going to be, we're definitely going to have to use fossil fuels for the next 10 years or so. There's, there's no infrastructure to put this in place. The only, and again, there's, there's so many tributaries to even one tactic. This, this is the climate tactic of the, of the leftist bourgeois agenda, the globalist leftist bourgeois elitist agenda to leverage you into a one world commerce system with a singular access point controlled by their tyranny. They're using climate change, which climate has always changed. And again, they just create, they either create a problem that doesn't exist and offer you their solution or cause a problem through gain of function research and then offer you their solution. None of which is usually a threat to them at all. However, so they go, you know, so they say, you know, we, we're going to have to usher in this green agenda that just happens to be very controlling of you. That happens to be, you know what? You have no freedom. The only way for you to get energy is through the electric that comes to your house. So they can shut off your, they can't shut down every gas station. They can't control every convenience store and every oil company yet. Again, that's what ESG is about. I could talk about this stuff for hours. That's what ESG is about. But if you look at the, even the possibility of it, here's the numbers. This just one example that he used was a company looked into getting 30 electric powered trucks. The city came to them and said, you can't because that'll be a five to six megawatt draw. And the company, the factory that builds the trucks only uses two megawatts. How in the world would this even be possible? You can't get, I want you to think about this. If you're in New York City and you want to put that, that 
those, you know, a truck warehouse with 30 electric trucks being constantly charged. You, you can't. There's no, there, it would shut down vast swaths of the city. There is no power for it. I mean, we, we put out the stats before. It's like tra- charging your car, having two cars charging in your house is like all your electric bill times four per month. There's no, there, is, there is no possibility. It is all lies. What, what, and, and see, what will happen is it's, 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 the, it's the perfect two-edged sword for the globalist left. Because they know that the infrastructure won't be in place for any of this ever, let alone even if we went absolutely after it right now, it'd take you 100 years. So what will happen is that they'll shift people into this and we'll just live in perpetual rolling blackouts with maybe two hours per day for, for power in our little uh, 10 by 15 cubicles with a wife and three kids. Impover- they want to impoverish you, again, because that leverages you into a one-world commerce system. They impoverish you. Well, you are on, you are on a, uh, a, a, a universal basic income, a UBI every month, and that they can show, shut off at any moment with CBDC currency. It's all to control you. There is no climate change outside of how the climate always changes. But it's being used. It's a tactic of the globalist narrative. It's a tactic of the globalist agenda. It's just one of many tactics. You talk about it all night. Let me go to the next one as quick as I can. I had to show you this video because here is the lady who accused Trump of rape. And I want you to see. See, again, with me, I let my yes be yes and my no be no. She is a galactic, I mean Martian, space ace nut job. Here she is. Play it for me. I call it the mouse house because some very distinguished uh, mice live here. Uh, Kahneman lives in the kitchen. Tversky lives in the bedroom. This is my shed. And on that side are the books that most influenced me growing up. On the door are the list of my dogs, Marky, Fortuna de la Spunky, Heidi, Tits, Bloody, and Hepburn. The streams and the rivers were dry, and I, it so horrified me that I came out and started painting the rocks blue to indicate that there was once a river here. And then after I got done painting the rocks, I just sort of walked over here and then did that tree and then did that tree and then I did this tree. And then pretty soon I'd done this whole forest. Oh my God! What's the best piece of advice I've ever given? What a horrible question. I don't want to, I'm afraid she might cuss or something. I don't know if she's gonna cuss. But that's, that's the woman who accused Trump of sexual assault. How easy was it for Democratic Party operatives to get her to lodge a fake complaint against Donald Trump after they changed the laws in New York City so that her complaint would then be under the statute of limitations? In 2022, they did that. Gosh, I could spend hours on this stuff. Here's a Patrick Byrne video. From Matt Gate, from Matt's Gate. Now this is I just put together this little little section here. This will be the last one I show you. Former Trump prosecutor Mark Pomerantz testified to the House Judiciary Committee. I asked him play it for me. Now because Mark Pomerantz had written a book on the subject of his time at the Manhattan DA's office, because he was a Trump hater working to build this case, because he may have broken laws on rules of legal ethics, statutes. We wanted to interview him 
in the House Judiciary Committee. That interview occurred today. And I can report exclusively to our Firebrand audience. Mark Pomerantz, the prosecutor who was literally in charge of building the case against Trump, pled the fifth to almost every question we asked him today. I asked him if he violated Donald Trump's constitutional rights. He took the fifth. I asked if he violated standards of legal ethics. He took the fifth. I asked if he misused federal funds. Fifth, I asked if he broke any laws during his time with the Manhattan DA while investigating Trump. And he exercised his constitutional right not to incriminate himself. That's the man who partnered with Alvin Bragg to bring those election charges against Donald Trump. He pled the fifth to every question he was asked. Love you all. God bless you. If you enjoyed watching the Tom Lipley podcast, would you consider investing in the program? Go to TomLipley.com and donate any amount to the podcast and we will send you this exclusive TLP shirt. For he who lacks these things is short-sighted even to blindness. Why are you making big decisions? People make life-changing decisions for themselves, for their kids, for their future in the midst of blindness. Because ask yourself, have I ever done the due diligence is adding, then why are you making decisions? You're operating in pitch black. You don't know what's an open door. No, there was an open door. It was an opportunity arose. It's a way that seems right to a man. Now, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying, do you know? It's the Holy Spirit confirmed to you that you're making the right decision. Dating that person, this job, this opportunity, whatever it may be. Have you fasted? You crucified your flesh, you operating by your feelings. It's a great opportunity. See it all the time. Opportunity does not mean righteousness.